You are listening to Feminist Current. I'm Megan Murphy. Earlier this month, a number of media outlets published pieces about a new lesbian-run church having been officially recognized by the IRS as a 501c3 organization and a church, giving it tax-exempt status. But the news wasn't only of interest to the media for tax purposes. At Forbes, Peter J. Riley explained that the Pussy Church of Modern Witchcraft was controversial on account of an ongoing conflict between radical feminists and the transgender community. Other sites like The Advocate, Pink News, Pride, and Reason outright labeled the church transphobic, anti-transgender, and a turf church on account of their female-only policy. Their website explains... A woman is an adult female human. A girl is a minor female human. The Pussy Church serves women and girls only. Males are not permitted to participate regardless of how they identify. We expressly reject the concepts of gender identity, transgenderism, and gender as being meaningful to defining what a woman or girl is. Needless to say, I was intrigued and spoke with Sister Dandelion, a co-founder and trustee of the Pussy Church of Modern Witchcraft, over the phone this week. Here is that interview. First, can you tell me, what is the Pussy Church of Modern Modern Witchcraft? (laughs) Yeah, great question. So the Pussy Church of Modern Witchcraft is... Essentially, it's a sacred space that we've carved out for women and girls, and it's a root with many branches. Um, We are kind of holding this space, and it's been really inspiring and vivifying to see how many women have, have responded positively to the presence of the Pussy Church and how many women have reached out to us and are seeking to start their own groups where they live around the country and even outside of the U.S. we've gotten some inquiries. So it's really just a space, right now a virtual space and starting to be more of a physical space that's all about honoring women and girls. Hmm. And who are the founders? How did the church come to be? So the founders are a group of lesbians whose spirituality resides at the intersection of radical feminism and nature-based practices or eco-consciousness to some extent. The women who came together initially to create the Pussy Church come from a very broad spectrum. We have artists, poets, herbalists. um, We have ordained ministers, college students, educators, community organizers, athletes, attorneys, philanthropists, nurses, occupational therapists. We just have a wide range of women. Um, And what really kind of ignited this is our concern with the materiality of women's oppression. And um, witchcraft is a spirituality that's based in the material world. And we find that 
it's concerning that our culture is being increasingly shifted into a virtual reality and people getting hung up on identity politics and avatars as selves. And so we're coming back into the material realm, emphasizing the wholeness of the body and the holiness of the body and the blood mysteries of the female body in particular and how we are connected to biological living systems. And this, you know, I do want to say like something that was definitely hugely catalyzing is um, we had a presidential candidate who is now the president um, openly talking about grabbing women by the pussy, specifically the pussy. And so in response to that, women were galvanized to march on Washington, D.C. and around the globe, kind of playing off of that idea with the, the pink pussy hat. So the response to that is that there were claims being bandied about that women were being bigots because of our connection to the pussy and like playing off of this idea of the pussy. So this like idea of the pussy has become this like hot button issue. And so we just wanted to kind of hone in on that and be like, okay, yes, the pussy church of modern witchcraft. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what makes this a church? You know, what does your practice consist of? What is it that congregants worship? That is a really good question, and we've we've gotten some inquiries like that um, from women. And what we can say is that the practices of the women in our church are defined by the women who practice them. So what sets our church apart from probably every other church is that unlike patriarchal religions, we don't really have a dogma. Um, the only requirements are that members of our church are female, women and girls. And the women who are involved so far practice different things like Buddhism, mindfulness, earth-based ritual, whether alone or in groups or covens. Um, our church is rooted in the wise woman tradition, which is something that Susan Weed has written and spoken really eloquently about for many years. And the wise woman way recognizes each woman's uniqueness. So our practice in our church is asking for each woman and for each situation, what needs nourished here? And Shauna Carroll is a woman who's been writing goddess chants um, is quite well known in the pagan community. And she has a song that goes, I am the goddess. I am the mother. All acts of love and pleasure are my rituals. So our container is quite open. And one of the main inspirations behind our church is really recognizing the importance of having a spiritual or a divine archetype or some kind of role model that we envision, which is female, as a way to honor our own innate divinity, especially because we have been told for centuries around the world that we are cursed, dirty, tainted, evil, by virtue of our femaleness. So to hold that femaleness up and to invert that patriarchal lie and say, actually, it is sacred and it is divine to be female and to be the ones who are the life bringers and to hold this, this place 
in our living systems is is really sacred and we are going to name that and make that the central piece of our spiritual practice leaving the specifics of those spiritual practices up to the women who practice them mm-hmm. so in general one would understand whether you're in or outside the feminist movement, you would sort of assume that feminists are pretty anti-religion. So what makes this church different? You know, what is your position on religion in general? Absolutely. That's such a great question. I am anti-religion and um, religion to me is a prescription and it is a way of maintaining the status quo and systems of power, which are patriarchal. So we think of what we're doing as less a religion and more a craft. So a craft is something that we are creating and something that is generated by our lived experiences and the inspiration that we take from the natural world and from one another as women. And our perspective is that we are crafting a sisterhood. We are a woman-loving church. And if we had one guiding principle, it would be love women without restraint, love women. And um, this is actually the impetus behind our upcoming Solidarity Conference, which we are holding in April in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And this is a radical feminist conference. You can find it on our website the theme is solidarity, solidarity among women, because we recognize that the ultimate victory of patriarchy is sowing the seeds of misogyny within women. And there's a lot of trauma that women have kind of carried and been impacted by and has created infighting among women. And, um, we love women and we want to create space for women to heal and women to be free. Now, witchcraft has long been a woman-centered tradition. I wonder how does the Pussy Church connect to that tradition and why do you think it's important to revive that tradition today? Yeah, so witchcraft is a woman-centered tradition and the reason why we use that as our starting point um, with our church is because witchcraft is wild and it is ours. And the revival of witchcraft in the United States has been led by women. Um, Z Budapest and Starhawk are two of the main women who really brought witchcraft forward decades ago. Today we have women like Ruth Barrett carrying it into the next generation. And, you know, I've been a witch myself for about 25 years um, and a tarot card reader. And my introduction to witchcraft was so intuitive. It was finding solace in my connection to trees, standing under the full moon, gazing at it, talking to the moon, um, finding books along the way, doing little rituals. So we think witchcraft is important because it is wild and it is accessible. And just like the wise woman tradition, um, it's something that every woman has access to and there are no 
prescriptions about it. There's no hierarchy. And having been in the pagan community myself for the past 25 years, I have found in mainstream paganism that there is still a patriarchal presence in a lot of places, hierarchy, suspect practices, um, like power differentials that, that are not liberating. So we, we take witchcraft and we bring it back to the center, which is rooted in each woman. It's intuitive. It's wild. And the, the whole thing about witchcraft is that it's, it's coming to the, coming back to the material world. It's the way to make our intentions tangible, to make our ideas tangible, to bring our visions into the material world through physical observances. So within the church, is it expected that congregants practice witchcraft? And what does that mean? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we don't have expectations of our congregants. If they want to join with our sisterhood in this container that we're creating, we welcome all women. And we have a coven in Baltimore, Maryland, and we are starting to have our monthly full moon services at the end of this month. So we will be coming together to honor the cycles of the moon, to set intentions together. And that will be dependent on the women who come. It will be co-created by the women who come. And that is how we see this being manifested around the country as more women have contacted us about how do we, how do we start a group here where we live? It is up to those women. We have no prescriptions other than love women come together. This is a space for women and girls. We are our own spiritual authorities. And that's why we are different from most religions because we are the authorities and we honor one another as the ultimate authorities of our of our own spiritual paths. So no, women do not have to practice any particular craft at all. This is completely up to the women who come to the table, what they will bring to the table, and that will be the feast. The Pussy Church received a lot of media attention recently after the IRS granted it official church status. And queer sites like them and The Advocate ran headlines declaring the church a turf church and a transphobic church. Uh, for example, Mary Emily O'Hara at them wrote, It might just be the first official church of lesbian turfdom in the United States history. So, you know, they're essentially trying to frame, and explicitly in some cases, trying to frame the church as a hate group. How do you respond to these characterizations? So our frame for the church that we have created is a fervent, passionate love for women. That's our frame. And we do have a firm boundary around our space, which we have created for girls and women. Um, our position is that we are pro-woman and pro-lesbian. 
We honor the women in our lives. We honor the women who have come before us. We honor the women who have been burned in multiple ways across the centuries for daring to speak, to stand up, to say no, to be independent, to be knowers, to be healers, to be crafters. We stand proudly in that tradition from a position of absolute love for women and girls. So, I mean, you could sort of argue that these kinds of characterizations are just anti-woman. Yeah, I yes. I mean, women have, since the dawn of patriarchy, women have been attacked for, um, for taking pro-woman stances, whether in their homes, in their communities, or whatever. And one of the reasons why our church is lesbian-led is because it is a radical act to proclaim your love for women, your devotion and your desire for women, and to place your allegiance with women. Radical act. Revolutionary, liberatory act. What do you see in the future? What do you hope to see for the church? Oh, women taking shelter within the church's psychic and physical spaces, and women creating their own congregations locally, building physical, real time, real space community with other women off the internet, and um, coming together into the tradition that we all belong to, the tradition of wise women. And finally, how can women start their own local congregations? Awesome question. Mm -hmm. Step number one, get off the internet. (laughs) Um, Have potlucks, have book groups, get women together to talk about your visions, your intentions, your sorrows, your joys. Read each other's fortunes. Um, Make things together come together, make music, make food, um, make political campaigns, make medicines. Our vision is rooted in the feminist practice of consciousness raising. So come together in physical space with women and anything is possible from there. And I would also say, don't get hung up on procedure. We live in a very prescriptive culture that's like, These are the steps you must take. These are the rules. These are the guidelines. And what we would advocate is for women to come home to their native wildness, to find that wildness with other women, howl at the moon, break the rules, follow the cycles of the moon, follow the cycles of your own body wherever you are on the continuum of of your life. Come together. Don't get hung up. Don't hesitate. (laughs) (laughs) great thank you so much for talking with me today about this i'm so uh grateful and i I mean this has been such an interesting conversation i I, i'm you know glad to have learned more about the church from you yeah thank you so much it's been great talking with you megan thank you for your awesome work that you do at feminist current You just heard an interview with Sister Dandelion, a co-founder and trustee of the Pussy Church of Modern Witchcraft. To learn more about the church and how to start your own local coven, visit PussyChurchOfModernWitchcraft.com. 
That is all the time we have for today. I'm Megan Murphy. Thanks for tuning in to Feminist Current. You can find us online at feministcurrent.com, tweet at us at feministcurrent, or send us an email at info at feministcurrent.com. We are hosted by Libsyn, and you can subscribe to the Feminist Current podcast anywhere you like to listen. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, and beyond. You can even give us five stars and a review on iTunes. Show the world radical feminism is worth listening to. Feminist Current is a syndicated show produced and edited by myself, Megan Murphy, out of Vancouver, B.C. If your station would like to air Feminist Current, you can find episodes at audioport.org. And finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, consider making a donation to support our work. Just visit feministcurrent.com and click the donate button.